Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the School of Sellers podcast. Are you a teacher seller who has recently completed the process of creating your business plans? Congratulations. This is such an exciting moment and should be celebrated. However, it's not the end of your journey. Once you have a finished set of business plans in hand, or maybe your set of plans is still in progress, there are many more steps to take before your business can become operational and you can follow through on those plans. So to help make sure that happens as quickly and efficiently as possible, here are some essential tasks that you'll need to complete after finishing up those amazing business plans. Today on our episode, I am listing four tips for you when it comes to getting those plans put into action, right? Because it's one thing to spend time and energy to make those plans and think about those plans. And it's a whole other battle to actually do those things. So these are what I consider like in between prep tasks that you can do after creating your plans, but before implementing them. And you might have already started implementing your plans. That's quite all right. These are tips that are going to set yourself up for success, no matter what point of planning that you are in. My first tip for you is to get your physical workspace ready. I like to do something monthly, sometimes quarterly, and I refer to this as a refresh or reset day where I take my physical workspace and I just clean it up and I organize it. So this looks like several different things for me. One, cleaning off my devices, using my computer screen cleaner and the keyboard cleaner, the air that shoots out of the can, and just making things a little nicer to look at. You know that when you're carrying a laptop around your house, God forbid, if you have kids, there are a lot of things that our laptops have seen. So now is a great time to take care of our devices. You can give the same treatment to your iPad and your phone if those are also big parts of your physical workspace. But that is one of the number one things that I do to make myself feel ready, even if I actually don't feel like completely ready to dive in and start my plans. Secondly, this also involves cleaning up any paper clutter. I like to give myself a rule that I'm either going to file it, photograph it, or toss it. So filing would obviously apply to anything that needs to be kept for record purposes. But a lot of times I will simply just take a photograph of something that I'm tempted to keep. That way I can throw it away and I know in my head, okay, I have it to refer back to later if I actually need it. And finally, if I don't need it, I obviously toss it. If you're anything like me, you have a lot of scrap papers around your office, a lot of sticky notes where you're just writing random thoughts and ideas. So now is a great time to clean it out and get the old out so you're ready for all of your new plans, ideas, and all of that fun stuff. And then finally, for your physical workspace, make sure that you do a quick little restock. It's really important to have everything prepared and ready for that success that you have planned for your year. So in my case, this means making sure I have all of my chargers in the right place, setting up a charging station or docking stations that you can have everything ready whenever you need it, making sure that your printer is loaded both with ink and also paper and restocking any empty supplies. Maybe this is tape 
or staples or pens. These are all really tiny actions that you can do now so that you're not wasting time when you sit down to actually open that planner and carry out your plans. Secondly, do a template inventory. This is one of my favorite tips. Once you have your business plans created and you have a rough idea of the type of content you'll be creating this year, the type of products and offers and the work you're doing on those and all of the things in between, do a quick inventory of templates. And I'm going to tell you a couple different templates that I think all TPT sellers should have on hand. These are templates that you'll either want to refresh or do a little makeover to if you already have them, or maybe you're creating them from scratch and you're starting new. And in that case, so exciting. I can't wait for you to see the beauty of templates. But before I tell you the types of templates, I just have to say that I think templates are maybe the number one way to save future you time. If you tuned into a couple episodes ago, I talked about how different actions can feel hard and feel useless in the moment, but can also pay off in dividends by saving future you time. And templates are the exemplar of saving future you time. So let's talk about templates. First things first, I think that it's super important to have templates on hand for things like Instagram stories, anything that's going to go on social media. And if you are a person who is likely to either forget to post on social media or drag your feet by posting and you need the path of least possible resistance, then I would even recommend taking it one step further and not only creating these templates, but also saving them to an album on your phone. So for me, this is a lot of backgrounds for Instagram stories and templates for Instagram stories. Because if I don't have them right at my fingertips and I have to open up my computer and figure out what I'm posting, then it is game over. And that's probably not going to happen. So not only creating those templates, but saving them somewhere that is going to be extremely simple to use. Next, you can create templates for any blog post images. I like to have a template for what my cover image is going to look like, like the featured image that has the title of the blog post. Then I also like to have a go-to template for any other images that I might include on a blog post. That way, when it comes time for me to mega batch my blog posts, I pull up one Canva document and I have all of the templates in one file and it's amazing. Next, I would highly recommend that you have email templates in place. And this pertains to both text and image templates. So for email image templates, you could create a set of header images that you're going to use, maybe one for your newsletter, one for when you alert them about a new product and so on. To take it one step further, though, I think it's also important to think about templates, not just in terms of design, but in terms of text. What sort of text templates can you create for your business now that's going to save you minutes and even hours later? So things like five to 10, one or two sentence lines that you can start all your videos with is going to save you so much time and often is the difference maker between um, recording those things or not recording them. On the same wavelength, you can also create email templates, not the images we talked about, but actual text templates. And you can create a shell of the emails that you are going to send your audience this year. This works really well for newsletters or any recurring emails that you send your audience. And if you don't want to create the whole entire template, you can also create different reusable blocks. For example, on ConvertKit, I love creating snippets that have either paragraphs or just different chunks of emails that I know I'm going to send again and again and again. So I'm not recreating the wheel every single time. 
My third tip of things to do once your business plans are set when you're finding yourself in that in-between time is to do a digital declutter. Yes, we already talked about the importance of keeping a clean, organized physical workspace, but I find that a digital declutter is crucial when I am starting a new year or a new project and I kind of just want a fresh start. So the first thing I always do for digital declutter is a desktop clean. My computer desktop piles up so fast, it's embarrassing. So I use programs like Clean My Mac to clear off any duplicate files that I might have, clean up anything that they deem as trash. And I've also started using a temporary tag in my file titles. So if I know, for example, that I downloaded something and it's only gonna be something I need for like the next few minutes, I will put the word temporary in that title and then I will do a quick search for the word temporary and delete all of those files because that's just a quick way of filtering them out. You can also sort your files by the date you last accessed them or the date that they were last modified. And this is a really easy way of seeing what you haven't used in a while and what might just be taking up space. One of my favorite ways to tackle this desktop declutter is to set a timer because it's a really highly undesirable task for me. So if I challenge myself to delete as many gigabytes as possible in 10 minutes, for example, this is way more motivating than just having it on my to-do list to clean off my desktop. This is also a really good Netflix and chill task. I've referred to these plenty of times on the podcast before, but in my world, Netflix and chill are tasks that you can do while you literally watch Netflix and chill. And I can't tell you how many times people have contacted me and they're like, oh my gosh, Erin, do you know what Netflix and chill actually means? I just want you to know so you're not embarrassed. And it makes me laugh because yes, I know what the meaning of Netflix and chill is in the pop culture world. But in my world, it really means just watching Netflix and chilling while you attack some sort of habit or task that is not so desirable, but also something that is mindless. Super nice to feel productive without having to be locked into your computer screen and paying attention to every single movement that you are doing. So digital declutter and Netflix for the win. Going along with the digital decluttering, you can also try to clean up your file names. It's a little more intense and not so much a Netflix and chill task since it does require some brain power. But on a Mac, One of my favorite hacks is if you select a bunch of files and you right click, you can rename them all at one time. So this is really helpful for being able to find files and also for any files or images you have that you want to attach certain keywords to. So when you upload them to WordPress or wherever it is you're publishing them, they already have the keyword in the name. So definitely love that tip. And then also going along with the digital theme, you should take a look at Canva. If you are a Canva user, these items can also pile up really, really quickly. And I'm willing to bet that your Canva screen is littered with projects and designs, which is a happy problem because it means that you are producing. But at the same time, it happens fast and it's really hard to keep up with. So one of the things you can do as you prepare to follow through with your plans for the year is to go into Canva and make folders. I like making folders for design and branding. This holds things like stock photos and my brand elements like logos and any brand photos that I've had taken for my business and also any stock photos that align specifically with my brand colors and scheme. I also like to have a folder that houses all of my products. This is where I keep templates and product lines for existing products. And then I also love to have a content folder. This houses all of my 
subfolders and files for things like blog images that I create or social media templates that I create. And while we are on the topic of the Canva side of things and kind of the design side, now is a really good time to update your supply of stock photos and any templates that you might be able to download from any of your subscription sites. So if you have bought a membership to any stock photo site or mock-up membership or template membership, now is a great time to check out what they have currently offered for members and download those things and save them in a place where you will remember them and be able to use them throughout the year. A lot of times we tend to forget about what we've signed up for, but this is something I have made a note to look into every single month because I'm always amazed at how many goodies there are available. And it's a nice way to refresh what you're doing and creating for your business. And finally, tip number four for what you can be doing once those business plans are created is making sure that you have a plan to check in with yourself. And we talk a lot about this inside the Jumpstart Your Year workshop, which is the planning workshop I do every December 1st for TPT sellers. And I think the follow-up is what gets thrown to the wayside more often than pretty much any part of the planning process. So yes, it's good to have plans. It's good to have goals. It's good to have a vision, but if you're not checking in with yourself regularly, it's really easy to get off track. So make a plan to check in with yourself before you even start implementing your plans. So you can do this a couple ways. With your goals that you've set, you can follow up and check in with your goals either monthly or quarterly. If it's a goal that is going to happen rather quickly, you might even want to consider checking in with it weekly. But if it's a larger goal that's going to happen at a slower pace, you can follow up with that goal monthly or quarterly. And when I say follow up, I simply mean check into what you had hoped to accomplish and then assess what you have accomplished and see where you're at with things. At this point, you can make adjustments or make notes reflect, whatever it is that makes sense for that specific goal. Now, when you're checking in with yourself, a habit tracker is really powerful to keep yourself accountable. If you are trying to implement new habits, whether it's new health habits, new work habits, new home and family habits, at the very beginning, especially, I like to have a very specific checklist of things that I should be doing so that I can make sure almost every day that I am sticking to what I said I was going to. Small daily habits especially take a while to build. So I need some heavier guidance when it comes to that. It's really easy to make a plan. It's really easy to set goals for yourself, but it's also really easy to forget about them or to lose steam. So for those daily, more personal habits, I find habit trackers to be extremely helpful. And then finally, with everyday items, so things that I need to follow up with in my plans or maybe things that I don't get done this week that I need to make sure I follow up with next week and don't forget them over the course of the weekend, I devote one space on my weekly planner spread that is just for those tasks. And I labeled it on my radar. What is on my radar heading into the new week that I cannot forget about and needs to be followed up on once I return to business? And this on my radar section is on the School of Sellers planner for 2023. So if you have purchased the planner through Jumpstart, then you will see on the right-hand margin of every single weekly spread, we have an area for you to collect all of those things you need to follow up on. And that planner is now available for public purchase, actually, in our TPT shop. So if you find School of Sellers on TPT, you can now purchase the School of Sellers planner, which is 
a one-of-a-kind planner just for TPT sellers. So there you have it. Plans are a crucial first step to your seller success, but what comes after it is where the magic happens. So if you want to structure your year even further, make sure to check out our seller planner for TPT business owners. And again, you can find it in our shop on TPT. Thank you so much for listening, friends, and I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.